DiscerningHearts.com presents Building a Kingdom of Love, Reflections with Monsignor John Essif. Monsignor Essif is a priest of the Diocese of Scranton, Pennsylvania. He has served as a retreat director and confessor to St. Teresa of Calcutta. He continues to offer direction and retreats for the Sisters of the Missionaries of Charity. Monsignor Essif encountered St. Padre Pio, who would become a spiritual father to him. He has lived in areas around the world, serving in the Pontifical Missions, a Catholic organization established by Pope St. John Paul II to bring the good news to the world, especially to the poor. He continues to serve as a retreat leader and director to bishops, priests, and sisters, seminarians, and other religious leaders. Building a Kingdom of Love, Reflections with Monsignor John Essif. I'm your host, Chris McGregor. So what's on your heart today, Monsignor, on this Feast of Our Lady of the Rosary? Yes, and it's, it's a tremendous opportunity to really avoid, and, and I think this is right up front, because it could be a great time for those prophets of doom. There's a hundred years that she's been warning us, and now the tragedies are going to occur because we haven't listened to her voice. Anybody who talks about fear these days and will create fear. The prophet who was right there in the faces of the Jews after they had sinned so terribly, all of the prophets, what was their message? Fear not, fear not, because there's always this great love that, that the Lord has for his people. Baruch, in the Mass for a Holy Rosary, the opening words could be Mary. All these centuries later, hundreds of years, Mary echoing at Fatima, Mary echoing this message, fear not my people. Remember, you were sold to the nations not for your destruction. It was because you angered God that you were handed over to your foes. Listen, this is even more beautiful. Here, you neighbors of Sion, has brought great mourning upon me. This is Jerusalem crying out, for I have seen the captivity that the eternal God has brought upon my sons and daughters. Couldn't Mary say that? With joy, I fostered them, but with mourning and lamenting, I let them go. Let no one gloat over me, a widow bereft of my sons and daughters. I am left desolate because they turned from the law of God. That's Baruch. Mary is saying some of the same things that Jesus said when he came to Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how often would I have protected you and kept you under my wings as a chicken holds its wings out to protect its young. And this, this beautiful love that he wants to show to his people. 
our Blessed Mother when she came at Fatima. People who really want to get morbid about it. No, there is room for rejoicing here. So many think that the powers of evil are so great that they have overwhelmed us. Communism and excessive Islam, the kind of slaughter that's coming out or the potential we have for a nuclear exchange. The Gospel of Luke talks about the 72 disciples returned rejoicing and said to Jesus, Lord, even the demons are subject to us because of your name. The name of Jesus has such power. What was Mary's message at Fatima? Prayer, sacrifice, and reparation. As we look at this globe of ours, beloved brothers and sisters, who are you in this scene that in the power and the name of Jesus, it's not only that you can use his name, you have been united with him. The Jesus of the gospel today is the Jesus to whom you are united. When Mary came, she came to a seven-year-old, Jacinta, an eight-year-old, Francesco, a 10-year-old, Lucia. These little children got the message. You pray. If you pray, Jesus prays through you and with you and in you. Your power of prayer, especially the rosary, don't be afraid. Today is the 7th of October. In the 13th that is coming, it's a week. Make a resolution that each day I am going to pray the rosary. That power, you are, who are you? Your prayers in the name of Jesus penetrate right to God. Take your rosary. If you don't know how to say it, learn how to say the rosary. Learn the mysteries of the rosary. Learn to pray the rosary. The rosary is a tremendous weapon of prayer. The rosary is a power that drives out Satan. Did you hear what what they said? The name of Jesus is used over and over and over again in the Hail Marys, in the Our Fathers, in the Glory Bees, as as you pray those, not only vocal prayer, but sincerely from your heart as you pray the rosary. You can say it kneeling, you can say it walking, you can say it driving to work. Pray the rosary. They got it. You can pray it as often as you want. The second thing This is a part that is so important, sacrifice. There's this lady that I met. She came actually, when I first went to Omaha, Nebraska, she used to come to see me there. 
she's from the Midwest. For 15 years, she has suffered. The sacrifices that she makes, she cries out to God in great anguish, in great suffering. How many people have tremendous suffering in their lives? If we could just harness the pain and the suffering, physical pain, mental pain, spiritual pain, all kinds of emotional pain that people suffer every day. Every single pain and sac- can be a sacrificial pain united with the cross of Jesus Christ. It was through the suffering and the dying of Jesus that redemption came to the world. Prayer and sacrifice is done now for the reparation of sinners. This person has been so generous with God. God has asked her, and he said, I will give you souls. And you know what God is showing her? I am using this for souls. And I know how much and generous you are. When little Jacinta, Francesca, and Lucia would sacrifice for souls, so many souls were being saved. They were actually shown how many souls were saved from the suffering of purgatory and from hell. Reparation is part of that message that Jesus is talking about. That is the call that we have. Listen to Jesus in the gospel as he is saying this to the people when they come and report to him of the power of his name. I have observed Satan fall like lightning from the sky. Behold, I have given you the power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and upon the full force of the enemy. The enemies are sin and Satan and eternal damnation. I have given you the power. That's who you are. Who are you? I have put myself into you, Jesus said. You and I are one. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you by your baptism, by your confirmation, by the graces you have received from marriage, from your grace of of the ordination. I am in you. You have this power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and upon the full force of the enemy, and nothing will harm you. What are you afraid of? Do not be afraid. Nonetheless, do not rejoice because the spirits are subject to you. What is that that gives us the joy as being united with Jesus? That we are destined for eternal life. But rejoice because your names are written in heaven. We are children of God. Do not be afraid. And then 
Jesus in this gospel of Luke turns to his disciples. At that very moment, he rejoiced in the Holy Spirit and said, I give you praise, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. Look at how his mother did exactly this when she came to the children. I give you praise. For although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to the childlike. Yes, Father, such has been your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. No one knows who the Son is except the Father. And who the Father except the Son and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. This is the most beautiful thing that I would like to share with you today. He didn't only do it to Francesca and Jacinta and Lucia. He did it to you. He's revealed this to you. Listen to the gentleness of the voice of Jesus for you directly today on this Feast of the Holy Rosary. Blessed are the eyes that see what you see. See, if you see this, you are blessed. Do you see who you are? For I say to you, many prophets and kings desired to see what you see, but they did not see it, and to hear what you hear, but they did not hear it. You know, you're greater than Abraham. You're greater than Moses. You're greater than all the prophets, Baruch, because Jesus is in you, and he has revealed his Father to you. And the only one that could do that is the Holy Spirit. Rejoice and be glad. We'll return to Building the Kingdom of Love with Monsignor John Essett in just a moment. Did you know that Discerning Hearts has a free app where you can find all your favorite Discerning Hearts programming? Father Timothy Gallagher, Dr. Anthony Lillis, Monsignor John Essif, Deacon James Keating, Father Donald Haggerty, Mike Aquilina, Dr. Matthew Bunsen, and so many more. They're all available on the free Discerning Hearts app. Over 3,000 spiritual formation programs and prayers, all available to you with no hidden fees or subscriptions. Did you also know that you can listen to Discerning Hearts programming wherever you download your favorite podcasts? like Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or even on Audible, as well as on so many other worldwide platforms. And did you know that Discerning Hearts also has a YouTube channel? Be sure to check out all these different places where you can find Discerning Hearts Catholic Podcasts, dedicated to those on the spiritual journey. A Prayer of St. Ignatius of Loyola Soul of Christ, sanctify me. 
Body of Christ, save me. Blood of Christ, inebriate me. Water from the side of Christ, wash me. Passion of Christ, strengthen me. O good Jesus, hear me. Within thy wounds, hide me. Suffer me not to be separated from thee. From the malignant enemy, defend me. In the hour of my death, call me, and bid me come to thee, that with thy saints I may praise thee, forever and ever. Amen. An easy way to help discerning hearts is to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Our Instagram and Facebook pages are vibrant spaces where you can engage with daily inspirational quotes from the saints, streaming DH broadcast encounters, and updates about our latest offerings. On our YouTube channel, you'll find a treasure trove of video podcasts, interviews, guided meditations and prayers, and reflections from renowned spiritual leaders. These resources are carefully curated to provide guidance, wisdom, and insights that can help you discern life's challenges with a sense of purpose and peace. By subscribing, following, and engaging with Discerning Hearts on these platforms, you're not only enriching your own spiritual journey, but also helping to spread awareness of our mission. Every like, share, and comment helps us reach more people who are seeking meaningful growth and connection. So, please take a moment to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, and make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel as well, and then share with a friend. Join the Discerning Hearts community and embark on a transformative spiritual journey alongside fellow seekers. Your engagement not only benefits you, but also contributes to the growth and impact of Discerning Hearts. We now return to Building the Kingdom of Love with Monsignor John Nessa. The rosary has been throughout time used in such powerful ways. And and a pope that, Pope Pius V, who promulgated this, and we worry about, like as you said, fear not, we worry about wars and nuclear aggression and all those things. And maybe in some ways, uh, rightly so, so that we would pray for it. But in that time, they had wars. They had things come at them, Battle of Lepanto and where the Islamic invasions were coming upon Europe. And it was a little army, a little navy that went out and through the power of the rosary was able to do great things. Every age has had something, hasn't it, Monsignor? There have been more encyclicals and more teaching about the rosary, the power of the rosary. And it's, uh, it, and it, was, it was actually the poor man's prayer. And they cover the birth of Jesus. They cover the life of Jesus. They're the luminous mysteries, the suffering and death of Jesus, the resurrection and the glory, the glorious mysteries. And each day they're so rich and such a beautiful, and when you hold them, you know, one of the devotions that I have is that Mary is assumed into heaven. Therefore she's body and soul. And since the Trinity is in you, so is Mary. Mary is actually in you, and her heavenly body is in you. That's how close she is to you. And so when you have the rosary, you can actually say to her, let me hold your hand. So when you have the rosary in your hand, you have, the, you have her hand. And t- what a wonderful thing to begin our day by holding the rosary. What a wonderful thing to be able to take the rosary and to drive to work if it takes 20 minutes to get to work. By that time, you can pray the rosary, and you can pray those 
and the mysteries of the rosary. On Mondays, we pray the joyful mysteries. On Tuesday, we pray the sorrowful. On Wednesdays, we pray the glorious. On Thursdays, we play the luminous mysteries. They're the life of Jesus. The joyful mysteries, and many times they may not be as joyful because you might be going through some hardship with your children. The Annunciation, and it's told to Mary that she's to be the mother of God. And the visitation to her cousin Elizabeth and the birth of Jesus. And they were actually, they had no place to go. And Christmas is could be a hardship. You can actually look at every one of those joyful mysteries and see sorrow in them. At the birth of Jesus, they tried to kill the baby. And at the presentation, very soon, you know, a sword is going to pierce your heart. And then when they lost, can, can can you think of a joyful mystery? They found him? Yeah, but three days of sorrow. So, Every one of them could be thinking, how many events like that do I have in my family life or I have in my day? So the association of that rosary, it's so intimate to my life and to the life of Jesus. When you know who you are, Jesus, then you know your relationship with this woman that on the hill of Calvary where he was dying on the cross, you're not standing next to her. As John, you're on the cross. You're Jesus because she's there with you through your sufferings. How many of us carry the cross today? In some way or other, you're either being made fun of and insulted by someone or falsely accused by someone, or maybe you're carrying a cross and someone sees you suffering and has compassion on you, and that's Veronica coming in in your life. Or maybe somebody is coming along and helping you carry a cross that's so burdensome to to you, and that's your Simon of Cyrene. Or maybe someone's really making fun of you and making ridiculing you. You might be a little Spanish boy in school. You only speak Spanish. And you just hear, and you're, you're away from your roots, and there you are in the schoolyard, and this person is making fun of you and insulting you. He's stripping you of your dignity, just like Jesus. And when you look at him, you can look with the eyes of Jesus. All of us have sacrifice. All of us have such power. Christ is in us through the sorrow, through the resurrections. We live his life, through his life. He is in me, I am in him. The Holy Rosary, the way to get the pulsating beating of the heart of Jesus in me. Monsignor, this is going to be rather bold of me, but you have many priests and even some bishops who listen to your podcasts on a a regular basis. And I would have to query them, especially after what you've just said. Parishes and sometimes dioceses are always looking for the next big program. What big program can we bring into our diocese to ignite the hearts of our people because they feel that they're slipping away? And yet here is a program that's been given to us by heaven. 
here is, you know, not only do we have the beautiful liturgy, if liturgies are just celebrated and reverential and offered in, in a believing way to the people, but you also have this, this wonderful gift of the rosary. And, and just what you said, it can be the basis for scripture study. It's the basis for devotional study, the, the entrance into mystery. There's so much there. If it, It's amazing how it fuels, as you said, the heartbeat of, of a parish, and yet in so many places, it's uh, kind of dismissed as some antiquated mumbling of many words. And I don't mean to sound harsh that way, but what are your thoughts about that? I just uh, gave a talk on Father Peyton, Father Patrick Peyton, mm-hmm. and he did the World Rosary. And everyone here, you know, I'm at this place, there, there's priests, remember that crusade. He was Holy Cross priest, and he did a worldwide crusade on, on the rosary. I think you and I were talking, and he, he went right to the people in Hollywood and took maybe less than perfect characters to publicize, to broadcast, to, because they had the platform I mean, he had the pro. He had the product. What a what a product to put on a platform. The rosary, and he had them praying the rosary, and they would pray the rosary with him. And you know, Jimmy Durante, "Hey, oh Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee." And I used to think all I could think of was what he was saying: "Hey, oh Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee." I, and he was bringing joy to my heart. You know, mm-hmm. good night, Mrs. Calabash. So, and Pat O'Brien or Bing Crosby. Loretta Young. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, so even a a fellow like uh, Frank Sinatra, you know, and they weren't too sure how closely he was connected with the mob. Well, he, it didn't make any difference here. He, it's not that he did. He just used everybody to be a mouthpiece for Mary and our, our whole life is that, using the, the, we who are sinners have been united. I, I'm grateful that you have revealed these to the little ones. Mm. You know, even in what you just described, I'm recalling, it was it Pope Francis that said, maybe this has been a universal adage for a long time, that the church is not a uh, visiting spot for the perfect, but it's a hospital for the wounded, and that's what Our Lady is. She's bringing her children, you know, all the wounded, all of us in our various states. She just wants to bring us closer to her son, and that's what the rosary does in a very real way, doesn't it? What a mass unit it is. Yeah. It's right out right out there on the field. Yeah, yeah. Final thought, Monsignor. The Lord listens to the cry of the poor. God bless. Thank you so much, Monsignor. Thank you. Happy, uh, happy feast of Our Lady's Rosary. You've been listening to Building a Kingdom of Love, Reflections with Monsignor John Essif. To hear and or to download this conversation, along with hundreds of other spiritual formation programs, visit discerninghearts.com, or you can find it within the free Discerning Hearts app. This has been a production of Discerning Hearts. I'm your host, Chris McGregor. We hope that if this has been helpful for you, that you will first pray for our mission, which is to offer rock-solid and authentic spiritual formation freely 
to souls around the world. And if you feel us worthy, consider a charitable donation, which is fully tax-deductible, to help support our efforts. But most of all, we hope that you will tell a friend about DiscerningHearts.com. And join us next time for Building a Kingdom of Love, Reflections with Monsignor John Esseff.